So I have. It's been that the whole time. I literally just told you. So I have an agenda on this uh, post podcast that I want to talk about. Allegedly, we have to say allegedly. Nothing is concrete. Uh, Eric Muehlhausen, friend of the podcast, friend of the pod. Mm-hmm. Uh, he works even with if this, he is a Nazi. You know, I'm not going to say that he is, but I'm saying I'm going to say that we don't have any proof that he isn't. Mm-hmm. I've never he has never presented proof that he is not a Nazi. Mm-hmm. Eric Muehlhausen has never said, "Hey, here's my documentation that 100 percent proves that I'm not not a Nazi." Let's just also, start. friend of the podcast is strong. Like I don't. Oh know. wow, you're going to say not. I'm not saying, but I'm saying, I'm not going to say that. I mean, we're he's like, never been on the podcast. He's never been so, on. It. So again, you're not saying yes. You're not saying no. yeah. It's just strong. Just you're, strong. you're okay. The podcast. I mean, if we talk generally speaking, the podcast and like yeah. as a you know uh, like an inanimate thing, and like we can't really pinpoint. But if it's you and me, which mm. is the podcast, technically, Bridget's well, like, like Bridge, it's a friend of the podcast. Yeah. I continue to. Come she back. she's yeah, been on true. multiple episodes. But Muhaz is like listening to the podcast, like allegedly. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's allegedly. Anyway, Bjork uh, Muhausen, allegedly not a Nazi. Allegedly, if if you make a brunch, then then we'll consider you a friend of the podcast. Yeah, if he could just put on some. Yeah, I guess if he just a a sandwich, like if he just posted a sandwich, you would you consider him a friend of the podcast? We'd be moving in the right direction. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just yeah. Uh, Eric Muhausen, if you're out there, we know you're listening. If you just posted scrambled eggs. Yeah. Maybe some cheese. I know he eats breakfast. He eats breakfast. Yeah. He eats something. He's yeah. from the restaurant. If you posted anything, mm-hmm. you'd be officially front of the podcast. I think mm-hmm. that's what it takes. Also, yeah. he's got to be, he's at home doing nothing. So he's not doing anything. Yeah. He's an architect. He's not, no one's going into buildings. He's not making new buildings. Why don't you build a sandwich, Muehlhausen? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love the post podcast. It's where everything is funny. That probably wouldn't be funny otherwise. So, uh, yeah, make a sandwich. Architect that. So just take a picture. He's got an iPhone. I've seen it. I like it because it's the only time that I've heard uh, Dyke's misogyny directed towards another man. He's like, make <laughs> oh, me a sandwich. And I'm yeah, like, fuck yeah, yeah, you. He's yeah. like, Eric, make me a sandwich. Eric, Eric might make him a sandwich. We've been to Eric's house. It's a very nice house. He's got an amazing kitchen. He can make something. Mac and, mac and cheese. Something. Anything at all. He posts it officially in front of the podcast, Eric Mulazzi. Anyway, I mean, he, you have to tag tag the podcast. Oh yeah, it's not like just like in his own. I don't even know if he has Instagram. He I would say I would say Jessica, who we just talked to, yes, more way more of a friend of the podcast. She avid listener, space well, listen, avid avid's listener, a little strong. Avid listener, she yeah. was not perhaps an avid. Listener. She did say like I don't really listen to yeah. anything you're talking about, but I've seen pictures yeah. of food that you guys are posting. She's, she's very like, much like you're calling me right now to listen to you on the phone. Yeah. but like I she's guess. like I'll never even hear my own voice, even though I'm on this. I'm not even gonna. <laughs> Play this for friends. That's basically what but, she said. But friend of the podcast because she's been on it. Yeah, and, and participates. She, she made brunch. She, she, she made brunch. I mean, that's really all it takes. Yeah. Is is that what it takes to be a part of Brunch Nation? Uh, yeah, Ooh, I hate that. I want to punch that. you in the face. Just uh, you we hate it that. so much. You brought it up. I did. Anyway, <laughs> what Eric Muehlhausen allegedly not a Nazi brought up was that uh, he saw on Facebook because he's an old man. That's where old people get their news. That someone posted allegedly that the one of the owners of the Columbus Upland Brewing, the pump house, allegedly posted a notification to everybody that works there, allegedly, that they needed to reapply for their jobs. That everybody in that restaurant had to reapply for their jobs. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that he's doing that. I'm not saying that he's a total asshole. I'm not saying that he's a super douchebag for doing that because we don't know for a fact. Mm-hmm. Nothing's substantiated yeah. that he's a total uh, monster. dickhead monster yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. no not, one's saying that at all because there's no second source on this right yeah. no, no it's just no eric muehlhausen uh not definitely not a nazi eric muehlhausen in facebook mm-hmm. is where we got it so what we're going to talk about is not like that 
guy specifically who may or may not have been a dickhead and done this, but just like people that are doing that and saying like, we're going to re make you reapply for a job you already had. And my, I guess my stance on that is that I've done that. I've definitely, you know, in, in, in HR, I've definitely had, I've been in businesses where people have had to um, apply for those jobs and to interview for jobs that they already had. And then also interview for jobs that they were interviewing everybody. So they would interview for jobs that they didn't have. And there was like, there were some people that we had to, that we interviewed for jobs they had, and we said, "Well, sorry, it doesn't work out," and those people got terminated. And some people that got better jobs, so it was good and bad, and you have but, to do that. But, but I think in corporate America, which which is where you're coming, you're right. from, is different from the industry Absolutely. today. And that's what I would say is that that's the the caveat of that is like in the service industry, we don't have to do that. Well, we have we don't have to do that because what we can do is it's in all this thing, the silver lining of the COVID and the stay at home and all of us shutting down is that we're all really in this together and better people come out of horrible situations. I think this is what's happened. And what's happened here is that it seems to me, allegedly, if Upland is allegedly doing this, what it seems like is they're taking this up as an opportunity to kind of trim the fat, mm-hmm. which is not the time or the place to do that at all. Because what they could have done, what happens at restaurants is you just say like, hey guys, it's a tough situation. We're all in it together. We're all going to have less shifts. And knowing yeah. that uh, the unemployment situation is very positive, um, that that people are, in some cases are making maybe a little bit more than they would have working. There are some people that you just say, you can say, raise your hands if you want to come back to work. And if not, you know, we'll figure something out. Mm-hmm. You can do that. But what this person allegedly is doing is making people reapply for jobs they already have. Um, Which is going to lose. I mean, you're going to lose the good people because, right. you know, in, in, in the industry, we're, we're all friends. Like I have friends, you know, that I've worked with for years that it's like, I love you. I would never hire you because you are bad at your job, but I love you as a person. It's like, if you fire the person, then the other people, the good people, the people that you're trying to save their jobs are going to leave. Right. You're going to struggle. I mean, unfortunately in this weird time, restaurants will close and and it's sad, but but it's like, you're going to have a lot of really great servers, a lot of really great, you know, line cooks and people that are going to be in need of a job and they're not going to go somewhere that they know that they trim fat like that. I think, I think if this person's allegedly the, uh, owner of uh, the pump house in Columbus, Indiana, if he's allegedly doing this, totally doing this at, at all, nothing substantiated, but allegedly doing this, he should definitely, Jesus Christ. Let me take a pause allegedly. from what we, what we were allegedly talking about. What is that? Iced tea that you're pouring that into? It's a uh, rum, um, hotel yeah. tango rum, uh-huh. uh, crystal light, peach iced tea. It, yeah. And then topped off with truly. <laughs> yeah. Topped off with a bacon, truly. <laughs> when you dad was here taking orders off air and say, "Hey, can I get you something?" You're like, "Yeah, can you uh, can you maybe get me a gallon like the big can with the handle of truly, like just a gigantic can of truly, and just so you can like pepper whatever beverage you have with this paint can of truly." Seven hundred and ten milliliters. Jesus. I realize that I, I I drink a lot while we're podcasting, so I have you, I have you added, just realized that I have added the addition of water no, to yeah. my rotation. Dad told today. me last week he was like, "What I've decided is I'm gonna have a cocktail with brunch because yeah. Chris makes amazing cocktails." Yeah, and he's oh, like, then, "Then I'm just gonna drink beer during during the podcast." Yeah. Now he's got a sun tea sitting now in front we've of him. Seen yeah. It's literally rum and <laughs> and a spiked seltzer. No reason for that top <laughs> open. So. Anyway, going back, going back to allegedly the pump house being assholes, nothing substantiated. We don't know that they're assholes. Just, you know, someone posted Mm -hmm. a letter to the staff saying, hey, you have to reply for their jobs. Which, which like also dumb, because I think super dumb. You said they posted an email. Yeah. 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 So I think I think that's the thing is I would say is that 
from an HR standpoint, like I said, I've been in that situation, but I would recommend to any business owner doing those things. You should only write memos and emails and send out anything to any, even as a single staff member, something that you hope gets publicly yeah. released. You hope that people see that. Thing, things that you you wish, like if it came out, I'd be fine with it. Yeah, it's like, oh, I Here, feel good about Here's the about thing. That. I guarantee the person that wrote that did not think like I'm sending out this asshole email. I think they thought like, yeah. like hey, just letting everybody know. Right. That, they probably thought that they were being like the most, you know, even keeled about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then that, but, that but makes that's, even... that's also someone who's never worked in a restaurant. Right. Bitches right. are gossipy. Yeah. Well, and, I, and that's the they thing is like, it's against, it's against that. what, what I think the industry is all about is that mm-hmm. like, Hey, you know, you, you have to do that in corporate America. I think in like the office mm-hmm. situation where you have like, you're dealing with a hundred or 300, yeah. 400 employees, you have to try to be the most fair possible. And that's a hard thing to do. But when you're running a restaurant, especially if you're doing it apparently locally <laughs> in Columbus, Indiana, you can say, okay, who wants to come back? Who yeah. wants these shifts? And and there are some people, I mean, the worries we had last week is that some people maybe don't want to come back because yeah. they're making some decent money off unemployment. And that, and that has the opportunity. And to me, it just seems like a real stupid move. I don't know about a dick move, but it's just a real stupid move to send an email like, hey, we're going to make you reapply for a job that you already have to see if you're going to come back. Because I think at the end, you know, this is a, I really think that this whole thing is a short-term you know, short term is anything less than a year. I think it's a short term issue for all of us. And that at some point, the market is the market and servers front of the house, back of the house, we're still the ones that kind of can kind of make those decisions Mm -hmm. that I think that restaurants are still it's a, you know, it's a, it's not their market right now. It's it's the server's market. It's the yeah. it's their kitchen market. It's the kind of thing where it's the best position you can be in as as someone who who used to be a chef and used to cook food. Uh, the best position, she says with a tear in her so eye. Sick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that button! I'm so glad we had it. I'm glad you finally figured out the buttons, Dyke. He's pushing those buttons all the time. It's never been more appropriate than your sad sack situation right now. <laughs> Anyway, what was sad about what you were saying? What about that sad thing you were about to say? But it's like the best position you can be in is is going to a market that there are more restaurants who need jobs yeah. than there are line cooks. I think, right. I think Indianapolis has been amazing so far because they've been opening up so many restaurants, yep. so many good restaurants that it's like, you know, I'm line cooks can go anywhere and, right. and make a lot of money. And so it's like, you know, right. we've been in a position where we've been like, hey, you know, I want you to come here, please. Uh, but also you know, we understand like if you leave, like, because right. I, I can only pay you so much. Right. Like, there, there is a cap eventually. And I think that's very much been a server line cook market. And it's just going to, this is going to amplify that. Well, I think that's the best thing about the best thing about what we talked about last week about people making extra cash, being on unemployment and servers making more is that to me, that's fantastic. That's great. Especially mm-hmm. because the short term, it's a solution to a short term problem where when people open back up, they're not going to be able to open a hundred percent. Even if we mm-hmm. did it next week, they just, People are still going to be yeah. timid about going to restaurants, but that means the restaurants are going to lose. Whereas servers are possibly servers and kitchen staff are probably making more right now than they mm-hmm. would, at least in the next couple of months. And they should be, you know, doing whatever they, restaurants should be doing whatever they can to bring these people back. Yeah. So and to do something that literally, I mean, I would say allegedly drives people away. It really alienates them. Yeah, absolutely. Cause even, you know, I understand, you know, needing to to get rid of people who maybe don't have a good attitude or yeah that that's a thing but but also you're now put a message out that people who possibly could have wanted to apply for you yeah. who are great servers great line cooks they're not going to and i hope that's what happens i hope that the the good people say like well that's kind of a dick move i'm gonna go 
allegedly. I'm, I'm going to go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go work somewhere else because I can, because I'm, I'm, I'm good at this. And, you know, people are hard up for really, really good staff and I can go somewhere else. And I, mm-hmm. I hope that's what happens. And that's the thing. That's, that's the deal is like, then those good people can, can make their own decisions and what they end up with are the people that what they were trying to get rid of in the first place. Yeah. I think there's so many moving parts to this too, where it's like, uh, we've done so much stuff for the first time in human history Yeah, where it's like a yeah. lot of, a lot of things are up in the air. People are the government government has been letting a lot of just things slide too. Yeah. And I was like talking uh, with someone the other day. I was like, how much fraud do you think is going on right now? Like everything's so loosey goosey yeah. that like, is this something that like five years from now, someone's going to make a movie about like, yeah, like the big how the big short happened during the middle of Corona. Mm, I think people so. took advantage. Oh yeah, uh, and, and by people I don't mean like an individual. I mean like yeah, like corporations or yeah. stuff. I think like, that we're gonna I'm get sure. a resurgence. There's gonna be a, a new golden age of uh, hip hop. I think this is the time when hip hop really make a resurgence. Like I was on the COVID, and I I got no rhymes. <laughs> I'm not gonna even. Try. <laughs> it's gonna be terrible. But that and then the movies are gonna be amazing. Like, yeah. like the, the movies are going to be awesome. After There's this. definitely like, going to be some horror movies made about COVID. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. it's it's like not the same, but it's like I was in CBS the other day and a guy literally walked, I'm in line and I'm paying. And this guy walks out with like 10 packages of Tide Pods and just walks out the door and, I, and, <laughs> and, and the alarms are going off. And I look at the guy behind the cash register and he was just like, I don't even know anymore. He's like, just like defeated. He was like, it happens all yeah. the time. Yeah. Like people are walking out with anything because there's only they're doing limited staff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're not having security come in because that's extra people to pay. Yeah, and I'll it's just like what. people are walking out. Well, on top of that, like I'm not gonna tackle somebody if I'm worried that they may or may not have yeah. vid. I'm not like I'll tell you what, twice, literally twice in the past two weeks, uh, two different times I went to uh, like uh, the like save a lot. Yeah, or, oh, I think one time was all these and one time was a save a lot. And um, but there was two separate occasions where something didn't ring up right, and the person there was like, "I don't know, man, I'm new," <laughs> and then just threw it in my cart. Yeah, yeah. They were just like, "I, I, I don't know." And I think that that's where the the, the whoever sent that memo from the Columbus Upland uh, allegedly is going to end up with. He's going to end up with the server. The only people that will come back to that, like, "Hey, uh, this beer you didn't charge me for it, or any of my food, and my bill is supposed to be fifty, and it was like four dollars." And that server is going to say, "Like, I don't know, man." Like I'm just, I couldn't figure out the unemployment system, so that's the only reason I'm here. I mean, we can we can call the Columbus uh, Upland right now. We do a little. You can, yeah. I don't think you're allowed yeah. to just record a phone call. That as long as you like, say you're recording, you just say uh, we're recording for public right. release. Is that? But you just say, hey, we're being recorded as a podcast. Uh, so about Chris, this I email, Chris, I will reference last week. You you did a phone call with me, and it was never recorded. Yeah, or it was it was never released, but you were like, I was like, oh yeah, haha, is this being recorded? And you were like, yes, I'm recording this right now. And I was like, oh, well, you, we didn't you, release that. You need to say that at the beginning of when you call someone. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what's funny about it, though. That <laughs> that's also know. that's also what's illegal about. Yeah, it. but you're not a, <laughs> you're not a business, and I know you. It's like Upland to be like, hey, I might sue you. Plus, you said all those things. Like, just because you put allegedly in front of it, you can't call me a cocksmoker on air. Yeah, that's allegedly. A allegedly, we're not saying that about. Stop we're not saying that he is. Ooh, he's still. Folks, so I don't now, know if you can hear that sound, we're, but we're that's just a... topping off wow, wow, rum wow. and peach tea. I love that you called it a paint can full of hard <laughs> seltzer. I think it's funny that you essentially Wild a lot of this literally. in the service industry circles. A lot of people are referred to this uh, year, 2020, as uh, if it were a cocktail, it would be the stuff that you you know the bar mats mm-hmm. that kind of collect the alcohol. Yeah. If you were to pour that into a cup and make that a drink, that's what 2020 is. Which is funny because most people are like, oh, that's disgusting. I wouldn't drink that. You're you're happily you're doing drinking it every that. day. You're collecting no, I mean, whatever. This is it's not a bad drink. It's not a bad cocktail. Well, 
Allegedly. Okay. You know, but it, it's upsetting <laughs> mostly because you, you from time to time, I'll, I'll call you. Sorry. I don't know how microphones work. No, no, you don't. From, from time to time, you know how to podcast. You, you, it's funny as <laughs> you were, uh, you've been on probably at this point more podcasts than I have. And now you're just, you're looking right over the, the mic. Yeah. Like you didn't even well, know what it I, was. I, I, I talk like, like, I'm, but you guys talk like you're talking into, into yeah, the even podcast. when we're not recording. It, I like, I only there. like to talk into the mic. What was your point? <laughs> I know you were trying to get, I don't know it. Where trying to get one. It was just like there was too blurry silence. I'm like, I don't know where we go from here. Oh, son of a bitch. No, it's like you you call yourself. I, I, the first podcast that came on, you were like, "Oh, I, I said bartender." You're like, "I mean, mixologist." Mm-hmm. You shouldn't call it, yourself is, that. It's how you you were like, you know, I my mixology from time to time. As and someone this, who's actually been recorded mixing drinks, I don't even call myself a mixologist. Yeah. I would never do that. Well, a because it's the douchiest thing. To yeah, it's not a it's not so. a cool thing to say. Yeah, just, yeah, but you just said say it. bartender, professional bartender. Yeah. Did I you, say mixologist on the one? You did. Oh. Yeah, but you were really drunk at the time. Oh. It, it was a mix of Trulies and rum and yeah. who knows what else. I, I, think, I, think, I, I think I called myself... T- I think oh, I called no, myself... you poured hams on top of your... You guys were making fun of what I was drinking, and I was like, well, I am a yes. professional mixologist. Yeah. Yeah, and well, then, I was making fun of it because you put rum in a glass and then poured hams on top of it. That you also why. mixed it with your fingers, which yeah. no mixologist does that. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> this, the post podcast cast your best week. Should best, best, I can't even talk. Possibly, definitely, possibly, we should absolutely call the postie. Oh, 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 oh. A cheers, anus. Oh, with your mix, your mixing I like, stick. I like that one's your a, bad that fingers. One's, that one's a delayed. Yeah. It's like pause, pause, pause. Yeah. So, Bridget, you're getting older. Um, <laughs> got a big birthday coming up we're not doing that right now so back to upland what i'm saying is like i'm not saying if if it if it is or is not a super monster douche move i'm not saying that but what i I am saying is is if you are doing that that you are going to lose more good people than your game i think i wouldn't say that this person at upland columbus is a douchebag if he's doing this i would say that if he's doing if if anybody's doing that dumb that's kind of a douche move because I think there's better ways to go, and well, and as I, say, I wouldn't even I wouldn't even say like you're being a dick. It's like, yeah. listen, man, do it at your own risk. Because I think that the people that you're alienating right now, they're in a better situation because yeah. of unemployment is the best it's ever been. Um, I, I think it's a great system that we've we've gotten worked out, especially as tight as it is. I think that's what's come out of this is like, you know what, unemployment. I know there are people that are still waiting and still working, but in the state of Indiana, you know, it's it's going as well as I think it can go anywhere with the, with a huge impact. Uh, just. Yeah. You know, outside the podcast, Bridget almost puked in her mouth. But so I hiccuped. I hiccuped. <laughs> oh, that was great. No, but I think. Wow. <laughs> oh, have, my God. But no, I think um, off, off air, Chris, you said you were like, it's not really like a douche move. It's just dumb. Stupid. Like, it, it's it's just stupid. stupid. Yeah, it's just really stupid. And if that's the case, if that's what they're doing, like, it's hard to be angry at them or. And I don't, I'm not. Definitely not sitting here saying like all of Upland is doing this. We definitely yeah. don't know for a fact that all of Upland has really pushed this. But <laughs> I wouldn't say it's just saying you know, like, oh man, you're a dick. It's like that's just stupid, and yeah. you're burning your you're burning yourself if you yeah. something like that. Because I mean, restaurants are banding together right now, and it's been really yeah, amazing. And that's the best part is there. There's going to be you know restaurants at some point. Uh, the gates are going to be open. We're a lot of people back, and I really, really think optimistic. Okay. <laughs> 
Oh, what is happening here? <laughs> in her mouth. Why are you the two of you cartoon drunk all of a sudden? I think that at some point the gates are going to be open and people are going to come back in like a big, big way. And if, if there's anything at all that is a negative kind of spot on you as a restaurant, no. people are going to think twice. And like, that's what you're doing. If you're sending out, you know, emails that you think are only going to go to your staff, that's not going to happen. That's just not the world we live in anymore. No. Also, I'd like to point out that um, I would love to possibly in the future have Upland as a sponsor. You know, I'm a big fan. <laughs> it seems like a weird time to bring that I'm up. A big, I'm a big fan of Upland beer, yeah. you know. Uh, wow. What's your favorite Upland beer, would you say? Uh, Champagne Velvet. Is really? Good, it was just the first one you that popped in my head. head. It was just nice. ready to go. Man. Like, I used to do the tour to Upland every year. That was always a fun. Yeah, I remember that. That's yeah, awesome. drinking and bike riding. And then a lot of places do biking that don't alienate their staff, though. <laughs> I don't think we could. I don't think we go against the entire company. Did you just get a call from Upland because you're doing change <laughs> very quickly? Like all of a sudden, Upland's like, "Listen, man, I don't even. We haven't even put this out yet, but somehow Upland's tapped into this room. They make a lot of great beers. Is all I'm saying. What's another one you like outside of the champagne bubble? Like name another Upland beer. The nut, the, off the cuff, the Nut Hugger. Brown, nope. Brown no, nut. no, 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 no. Brown. Wow. Uh, Brown? The brown? brown town? The brown nut hugger? Is that what you just it's said? You can't, you can't name another one? Damn it. No. Dragonfly? Uh, Dragonfly. Yeah. Helios? Yes. Yeah. Was Dragonfly what you were thinking of when you said brown No, they have hugger? a brown something. I thought it was nut hugger. Brown something? Everybody has a brown something. I'm sure it's not nut It's called hugger. beer. Are you going to Google it on air? That's what you're doing? Upland Brown. He's like, yep. Champagne Velvet, Dragonfly, okay. apparently, and brown Apparently hugger. some Upland executive just <laughs> slid Dyke a, a 20 off air. Now we're worried about it. We're not saying anything bad about Upland. I think that we could go on record to say that Upland as a whole is not doing oh, this. Even a nut little. hugger brown ale. Yeah, but that's, you said nut brown. Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> it's not about that it doesn't exist. You couldn't. You could name it. You're like I'm a big fan of Upland. I hope. I hope they promote us. Like name another one. <laughs> nut. They have a brown one. I think. Like that's what you Look. came to. They were uh, prominently featured on Parks and Rec during that entire run of the show. The Helios specifically. And now they haven't, they don't have it. So maybe, maybe we could promote them on the harder. Oh, you're just getting them while they're down? Like, yeah. listen, you've alienated your staff. You're not on, a, on Parks and Rec anymore. They did a special. They we'll, didn't talk we'll, about you at all. We'll treat you right, baby. Yeah. You come over here. Come sponsor Upland. us. Come Give on. us some of your Upland money. We'll come retract on. everything we said. We can hold it against them. Like, hey, we'll, we'll take that piece. We'll take this route the air. But if also, just, I will say, as someone who they've said a lot of really aggressive things towards, they really never retract it. it it's out there for, for the world forever. Yeah. To us? Yes, you. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Specifically. No, <laughs> I think that we, we have no problem selling out. We'll definitely yeah. like, say, like, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll do the whole Back thing. Back that we'll, money truck up here. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. Will, uh, we will definitely take it. We'll do it for a ham Bridget, sandwich. Bridget, I did want to talk for about, I did want to talk about your birthday. <laughs> I didn't mean for, to offend. I was. I wanted to talk about your birthday cake because I want to make a birthday cake for you. You're gonna make me a birthday cake. Yeah, because it's your birthday. You shouldn't make yours. I gotta put handfuls of dirty money. In. <laughs> <laughs> like, I hope you do. Go back. What is it? A oh god. I don't even like cake, cake, but I'll dig through that for some fucking stripper money. Dirty money. <laughs> um. What if it was like, like tokens or something? Like all of it's disgusting. You put. No, put. No, don't put metal in there. That might. Metal? That's it. She's a little metal in there. Yeah. No, Handfuls of hand cash in the middle of the pandemic. Like, about, like that's not gonna like metal might melt into the cake, especially like a, like Chuck E. Cheese. I don't. Token, I, don't I don't. No, like no, no, no. I don't, I don't think them. I'm not cooking this cake in a forge. I don't know. <laughs> I, say, like, I don't think. Apparently, uh, Bridget's a chef, not a chemist. I don't think. <laughs> apparently, apparently, like, he was like, 
uh, what kind of cake do you want? And so when I made Thad's birthday cake, uh, he was like, oh, I want this specific cake. And Dyke was like, I like ice cream cake. And Thad was like, it's not your fucking birthday. Yeah. I don't care that you like ice cream cake. Don't put that in the And oven. so literally, Dyke texted me and he was like, what's your favorite cake? And then I didn't respond right away. And he was like, ice cream cake? I'm getting an ice cream cake. He's just getting a cake for himself. If you want a cake for yourself, just, just get a cake for yourself. I said, I said, I said, what kind of cake do you want? I didn't get a response. And then she said, I like carrot and then cake. You and then I no, said, No, you didn't. You said ice cream cake before I responded. No. You said you do, carrot cake. And I said, ice cream cake is the only correct answer. We're going to post a text of this on the thing. Look at you drinking back your old iced tea. So we're going to have carrot cake next week. Is that what we're going to talk about? I love carrot cake. Yeah. Me too. I love carrot cake. What Me- about carrot cupcakes? Can you do that? I get carrot I cupcake versus cake. Absolutely. Right, you can I'll do like that. some cupcakes. That'd be nice. Okay. Well, I think we have to. There it is. We'll post that. She's showing what's not being yeah. shown because we're recording is the, he, he <laughs> the text that, the text that absolutely cements that Bridget is right. And it is not allegedly at all. He was, he was, he just wants to get a cake for himself. So not an ice cream cake, but like a a carrot cake would be, I love carrot cake. I was going to do an ice cream carrot cake. You're going to make an ice cream. So you, can we have, is there any way we could do like a competition of carrot cakes between you and Bridget? And then I'm the taster. She's a literal pastry chef. Are you kidding me? Next week. Next week's French French nation. Listen up. We're doing it. Carrot cake competition. What are the stakes here? What are we doing? What are we talking about here? I will give, I will give the winner and I am the sole judge of carrot cake. This is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me in my entire life. I will give the winner a crisp $20 bill. Okay. All right. Uh, Does it have to be a cupcake? It It has to be carrot cake. Carrot cake. It has to be carrot cake. It has to have that carrot cake icing. And then that's the only rules. My carrot cake frosting means, uh, Cream cheese frosting. I don't know what's in a carrot yeah, cake at all. Right. I just, I just need it. I'm not a chef at all. Even, even just working, always working adjacent to chefs. I have no idea what I'm doing. All right, so <laughs> we're having burgers and carrot cake. All the things I like. Is it my birthday? Oh my god, this is the best day. Next Sunday, oh, so Mother's Day, my birthday, and also apparently Chris's birthday. Chris's birthday. Every nice. Chris was. Stay tuned next week for Bridget's 45th birthday. This is going to be amazing. Burgers and carrot cake. Yeah. It's going to be wonderful. Yep. Oh, my God. I'm the oldest one here. Chris's dreams come true. That's the that's the title of next week's podcast. I'm going to win $20. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be amazing. I'm so hyped. Um, that's good. That's good. That's I mean, it. That's yeah. good. Where are we are we doing any kind of Instagram or um follow us? I don't know if we're gonna do let's do I mean I guess we could try a burger we challenge. Are, I mean, we could Oh yeah, yeah yeah we're gonna do burger ch- I used to I used to dabble in the burger art. Yeah, so yeah, yeah it was good stuff. Uh, whip and up some burgers. You were like the burger beast. Yeah. I'm uh, whip Literally. up some uh some burgers. I'm gonna win uh twenty dollars uh with my awesome carrot cake. Mm-hmm. And um optimism is key. Please follow us on all social media at Harder Brunch. Instagram, Twitter. Instagram, Twitter. Facebook. Are we on Facebook? No, we're not on Facebook. Facebook? No one's on Facebook except Eric Muehlhausen. During this episode, it's for grandparents only. (laughs) Well, that's true. Facebook is for old people. Yeah, that's where Eric gets his news. Cool. We'll see you next time, guys. Bye. Bye.